The older we get, generally speaking, the more time we all spend at the doctor's office. But many of us sometimes overlook the importance of having a financial checkup. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Welcome into My Retirement Clarity. Today we are going to talk about the money doctor. We're going to make sure you're listening to the money doctor. As Lee told you to start the show, we're going to kind of explain some of the parallels between why you need the checkups, why you visit the doctor, those types of things, and how to apply that to financial planning. That's what we're going to do on today's episode. Lee, welcome in. How you doing, man? Hey, man. Good. So am, am I the money doctor for this episode? Yeah, I don't know if you uh, I don't know if you went to medical school or, or maybe thought about it when you were a child, but yeah, today you're gonna play that role. All right, good deal. I will be the money doctor or or the the dollar llama. How's that? <laughs> the dollar it's llama. Kind of, that is the do, the dollar llama. That's a bad joke, but I'll that, go with it. <laughs> that is perfect. That is perfect. That's what we're gonna get into today. Um, so make sure you you jo- join us online at myretirementclarity.com too. We're gonna put this episode up there afterwards and all of our other conversations are posted up there on the website. Plus, you can also schedule a meeting with Lee at talkwithlee.com. Very simple to use and uh, very easy to set up that time to sit down with him. But I wanted to to talk to you about a headline first, uh, some news that I came across. And it's kind of, you know, a lot of people are talking about it right now is as travel seems to be picking back up in many places, you know, Southwest and I believe American Airlines, they both reported an uptick in travel demand recently. Southwest actually reported a profit for the first quarter uh, instead of posting their fifth consecutive quarter of losses. How do you leave, view uh, the travel and tourism industry right now from an investment standpoint? Well, I, I mean, I would tell you from an investment standpoint, I think it looks good because every time I meet with with a client now, where I'm kind of, you know, trying to figure out, you know, get my finger on the, their pulse as far as their willingness to go out and travel. And, and I'm telling you, almost maybe not nine out of 10, maybe not 10 out of 10, but nine and a half out of 10 people are telling me we have trips on the book. We're going, um, we're, we're kind of, we feel better. A lot of people have been vaccinated. That's given them some courage to do that. And so people are traveling. And so from an investment standpoint, as people are, are going out, spending money, you know, they're going to spend money. Companies are going to make money. And it's this vicious, this vicious cycle of capitalism. And so I think you will see more and more companies follow suit with Southwest and American, and, and they're going to start posting, you know, some some uh, pretty good profits in, in these next few quarters. And we'll, we'll kind of see what happens after that. I know we've got some some issues, you know, in, in the country as a whole that we've got to work through. But I think people pocketed a lot of cash last year, and I think they're ready to go out and spend it. So it should be good for for investments. Yeah, it sure feels that way, especially with timing too. You know, with uh, the CDC giving more um, advising, the masks aren't necessarily needed if you've been vaccinated. That new um, information they put out, but it kind of times up with the summer too, right? I mean, it's perfect timing. Everybody's already ready to go, but now the weather's turning nice again. People are trying to get to the lake, to the beach, just trying to get out of town. So. It seems like it all adds up to being a, a big positive this year, hopefully. Yeah, I think so. You know, I, I'm going to try to stay away from predicting what the market will do by the end of the year, but I think we're, we can still have some pretty good uh, increases going forward as long as, you know, 
the COVID numbers stay down and things trend in the direction that we're going, I think we should have a good year and at least a, a good year from a getting out and doing stuff standpoint. That's what I want people to do. If you're worried about your portfolio, is it going to go up 7% or 5%? It doesn't matter. Go out and live. Do something that you didn't get to do last year. You guys have any big trips planned right now? Yeah, we, we are actually, hopefully, fingers crossed, got a, a trip scheduled to Hawaii. We've never Ooh. been there before. So it's kind of a one of one of those once in a lifetime mm-hmm. trips, and and we'll see. You know, Hawaii has got some crazy kind of rules on what what they'll allow in, and so we'll we'll kind of see how it happens. That trip's not supposed to be till August, and actually we're going to try to go a few days earlier than uh, than we had originally anticipated, which means we may have to leave. Uh, let the kids miss a few extra days of school. So they're excited about that as well. <laughs> <They'll> <laughs> so I got to I, I gotta get the, my tan, get my beach bod going. So but we're excited about it. Well, that's awesome. Hopefully that all works out well for you and you get to enjoy that. That's yep, thank you. sounds like an amazing trip plan. And I'm sure other people have those planned as well. So hopefully everything stays on track as it has been. And this ends up being a very good year for many, many people. So I uh, just uh, want to get your feedback, and I appreciate you sharing your insight on that. Lee. Yeah. Um, all right. Now it's time to put on your your uh, stethoscope and um, your scrubs, and let's talk about the money doctor. You know, if you if we take a look at the the world of medicine, we're going to learn some valuable lessons that we can apply to finance, and that's what we want to do today. So, got f- uh, five different, four different things on the list today. I want to run through with you some some parallels between the world of medicine and the world of finance, and we're gonna you're gonna help bridge that gap for us. Yeah. First one. Even if you feel fine, it's usually advisable to get periodic checkups. And this makes a lot of sense. You know, we, we need to go to the doctor every year, right? Or at least we're supposed to, um, much in the same way that you should be visiting with your advisor every year, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so when we're thinking about periodic checkups, one of the things that first comes to my mind when we're trying to uh, relate this to the world of finance is, is really going to be, is your portfolio out of balance or not. And as, as we've seen, you know, still had a, a really good last year since the we bottomed out last March. The markets have been up pretty in a, in a pretty good way. And so because of that, if if somebody is not rebalancing their portfolio, the equities inside of that portfolio probably make up a much larger position than it did this time last year. And so one of the things I think is very important is to make sure that your portfolio is balanced the way it should be. Because if you haven't rebalanced, there's a good chance that now you may be actually taking on more risk inside of that portfolio than you actually are intending to take. So make sure that you're, you know, doing that and have a professional look at that and and make sure that you're investing exactly where you want to be. So that's starting with an easy one. I think I think that one's pretty clear. The comparisons there on why you need checkups, and we talk about it on the show all the time about yep. you know always just kind of be, kind of being updated and be on top of of everything, you know, every yeah. year. All right, uh, the second one. Let's let's dive in a little deeper here. So um, number two on our list is sometimes you need a prescription, right? And you know you kind of think about it. Sometimes you might be sick, but completely capable of treating yourself. You might have a cold and fever and you can just kind of treat with some over-the-counter medicines, but sometimes things get a little worse off. And at that point, you need to really address the problem. Yeah. As I kind of think about this one, the one that jumps out at me is is really, it's taxes. And, you know, this is a big one that a lot of people aren't really comfortable handing, handling by themselves. You know, taxes are in the news a lot now, a lot of different proposals on on what President Biden is going to do with with tax increases. I think everybody is on the same page that that taxes are going to increase. 
in the future, could be sooner rather than later. And so, you know, the prescription here is to say, okay, we know that taxes or we feel good about taxes increasing, the, the likelihood of those taxes increasing in the future. What can we do to prepare? And that's where the prescription for a tax plan basically comes into play. You know, I, I tell people all the time, I, I don't do taxes. I'm not a CPA, I'm not an accountant. There are some CPAs or accountants that do help with tax planning, but a majority of them are there simply to look at kind of what happened and what deductions can we get, and let's try to help you save as little taxes as possible. That, in my opinion, is a, is a micro view of taxes. What I'm talking about is having a macro view of taxes. Let's look at a an overall big picture and and look at long-term implications of things like taxes increasing in the future. So what can you do right now and what can you do over the next several years before tax increases become you know, real? What can we do to prepare for that? And so then we're doing more tax planning. I did more tax planning last year than I've ever done in the past, and I will do it more this year than I did last year. And so we've got a couple of really neat softwares that we use to help us with that, where basically we can we can take a, somebody's tax return and put it into the system, and then we can model out several different strategies that we use to show people exactly what the, the outcome is going to be from a tax planning standpoint. And we're able to tell them in black and white, hey, if you do A, then B will happen or, or C will happen. And, and basically, we let people choose how aggressive we want to be on, on our tax planning as we try to help people get over into a, a tax-free environment, so to speak. So, yeah, that's, that's the prescription that I see most of the time that we need to do is have a prescription to treat increasing taxes. Hey there, sorry to interrupt the show, but I wanted to take just a minute to tell you about a new book I've written called Diffuse. How to Protect Your IRA or 401k from the IRS Ticking Tax Time Bomb. It's a really easy read and it gives you specific strategies that you can implement right now to be better prepared for increasing taxes. Now, we all know taxes are very likely to increase in the future. And with all the recent stimulus packages, I believe that even more. So I'm making this book available to you, the listener of the show. So here's how you get it. Just text the word DIFFUSE to 474747. Give us a good mailing address and we'll send it right out. I'll even pick up the shipping cost. Again, just text the word DIFFUSE to 474747 and get your copy today. Now back to the show. All right, so continuing to talk about the parallels between finance and medicine. Um, you know, depending on your medical needs, you know, you might need a doctor with a certain specialty. I think we're all pretty clear on that, right? You know, if you need to if you have some heart trouble, you're not going to go see someone that specializes in skincare, right? I mean, that's just the way it goes. So exactly in this world of finance too, you know, I think a lot of people just kind of think, oh, well, you're a financial advisor, you know, you deal with everything, right? But that's not always the case, right? No, it's not. And, and having a specialist is key. I mean, as you know, I've, I've been playing a lot of pickleball since about December, November, December of last year. And I cannot, I do not have a very good overhead slam because I have what a doc, doctors call little league baseball arms because I've thrown 20,000 pitches in BP. And so I need to see a shoulder specialist and I don't need to see a, a cardiologist for that. And so, like you said, it's exactly that same way. I have, I've got one problem, so I need to see a specialist. People don't have the same financial challenges. They're not facing the same financial challenges. 
a 20 or 30 year old has a total different set of challenges than somebody who's 60 and facing retirement. That 20 or 30 year old that might have a two or four year old child, their challenges are maybe saving for college and let's try to put away as much as possible for the next 20 or 30 years. That's totally different than somebody who's trying to put together an income strategy for retirement because they know that in a year their, their paycheck is going away. And so as for folks who've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you know that my specialty is folks who are retired or almost retired. These are the challenges that I help people with. Now, that's not saying that I don't have a few clients who are, who are under the age of 50. I've got a few. I don't have a lot. That's not who we, we cater to. But um, you know, my specialty is helping those people who are retired try to make the, the most of the, the next phase of their life. And that starts with, hey, let's have a plan for all of the challenges that, that they're facing, which is, of course, you know, I say it all the time, income planning, tax planning, healthcare planning, legacy planning, and investment planning. That's what I do. And somebody who's 30 doesn't really have concerns in that, that area. So make sure that you've got somebody who specializes in what your concerns are when you're looking for a financial advisor. Yeah, some you might ne- not necessarily think about, but definitely is uh, worth considering when you work with someone. All right, our last one on our list today, sometimes a second opinion can be helpful. And I think, you know, you understand it in medicine, it's very clear, right? You get a certain diagnosis, you want to make sure 100% that, that somebody else agrees with that before you take any action on that, especially if it's really serious, right? How does this apply to the financial world, Lee? Yep. So the financial world, we hear people talk about second opinions all the time. And lots of times, you know, it comes in the form of an, an invitation to, to a dinner seminar and somebody's going to bring you in, feed you a steak, and then, you know, give you basically some type of sales pitch and then try to get you in for a second opinion. Most of the times when somebody buys you a steak and, and brings you in, are they going to tell you that everything that you have is perfect and they don't need you as a client? Probably not because they've got, they've got to pay for the steak. Now, full disclosure, years ago, I did that. I found some people who really did, did need some help. Um, I don't feed people that way anymore. But I, th- I think you want to make sure that if you are getting a second opinion, you're getting a second opinion from somebody who's going to be honest with you and tell you if what you're doing is okay and they can't help you, you know, anymore. So I, I would tell you, Ben, probably, you know, I, I don't take on everybody that comes in our office as a client. I would say probably, you know, if, if I meet 10 new people, there's honestly probably two people that I tell, hey, what you are doing, you are spot on. I don't think I can add any value. And so I've, I'm basically assuring what they're doing. I'm just giving that assurance that what they're doing is, is good and they're on, on the right track. Most of the time, that's not the case. There are people who, who I can add some additional value to. And there's sometimes people are way off track and, and we just have to reset everything. But you want to make sure that whoever you're getting that second opinion from is going to be honest in their assessment of what you've got going on and make sure that they're really going to bring value to you if you think about making a change in your situation. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess some people might just tell you, yeah, you probably need some work just to get business, right? So yep, that's you're right. To consider. Yep. Well, just a, I thought a, a fun approach to financial planning, just to kind of get a, a different perspective on it and why uh, you do the things you do and why as as a client, you need to be considering some of these things about why you might need a prescription, why there are specialties when it comes to financial planning, the second opinion, getting a checkup, all these things are super important. But 
as a listener to the podcast, we always want to kind of close out a reminder about your book off release, something that a lot of people have taken advantage of. We appreciate everybody that listens, makes it to this point in the show. And if you want to take advantage, because you mentioned prescription, what the prescription is tax planning, right? And that's exactly yeah, what the exactly. book offers all about. It is. It really is. The book is called Diffuse, um, and it's all about taxes, diffusing the IRS ticking tax time bomb. And if you want a copy of the book, all you have to do is text the word diffuse, D-E-F-U-S-E. We did have somebody type in the, the wrong the wrong word, misspell the word, diffuse, to 474747. Give us a good address. We'll, we'll shoot that out to you. And then hopefully once you read that book, you know, may, maybe you want to reach out and try to implement some of the things that, that we do to try to help put you on the right path. And, and that's all kind of part of our retirement clarity review, which is what we call our, our kind of our second opinion on things. We take you through that pull, full process, but taxes is a big, big part of it. So if you don't have that book, text the word diffuse to 474747 and we'll ship it right out to you. I highly recommend it. It's very, it's very easy to get and uh, complimentary, and it's very, very valuable. But if you want to go beyond that and actually sit down and talk with Lee about anything we've talked about today or get a second opinion or start your plan, all that can be done. Just simply visit talkwithlee.com. That is a website there. You can schedule your meeting and be good to go. But if you want to check out other episodes of the podcast, you can always visit myretirementclarity.com. We have all of them online right there, archives, so you can go back and listen and continue to learn and educate yourself in many different areas of financial planning. Lee, thanks again for your time today. And uh, hey, I, I don't know if you, you have a future in medicine necessarily, but I think you got a chance if you, if you want to pursue it. I don't know if I like to do that much reading. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, appreciate the time today. Thanks, Ben. Take care. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.